good. I'll start. I'm going to start over. (laughs) Welcome to the rom-com dudes. Oh, wow. We're here. Do you hear that guys? Do you hear that girls? 70% guys, 30% girls is what my data says. Yeah, that's kind of what we're going for. So our audience. Well, and I think it's who we share with. Like we're probably more friends with guys than girls. I guess that's true. Do you hear that? That's the sweet sound of us in your ear holes. I'm rom-com dude number one, Austin. I'm rom-com dude number two, Carlton. I want to describe Carlton's shirt for a second. He has the like I... Bohemian Rhapsody style album cover of Queen, but instead of the four Queen members, it's the Ninja Turtles. But it's not even the Ninja Turtles. It's one Ninja Turtle four times. Have yep. you noticed that? Uh-huh. Why is it just the one Ninja Turtle for it's Michelangelo, I think, right? Uh, is that the red? Is it's, that it's red? orange, but it's got Raphael's size. Oh, it's even more confusing. <laughs> I wonder if they did that on purpose. I have no wait, idea. wait, wait. It's Raphael with no wait, it's Michelangelo with Raphael's size. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't. I got this second hand, so I it's a it. great second hand shirt because it it is very confusing. It is. <laughs> I have a lot of shirts like this. I'm like, I don't fully understand the reference. It's almost better like because it's like you could just keep looking at it for how weird it is it's great we're not here to talk about the ninja turtles we're not here to talk about queen we are here to talk about being 17 again carlton would you like to be 17 again nope (laughs) me neither there are ages where i'm like Uh, i would like to be that again we had i don't know there's aspects of 17 Right. Oh, for sure. We had fun. Most of my summers. The summers. Yeah. Carlton and I met when we were 14 and we spent every summer till we were like 18, 19 together. (laughs) My summers were always good. They were always the best. Um, Yeah, they were. They were so fun. I almost wanted to like, I might still do this, but like edit the episode so it sound like we're in like high school. (laughs) We should have recorded this in a high school. It would have been great. In a hallway, an echoey hallway, and you could hear people people's shoes like screech up against the the the, the I floors like, i could get real complicated i could find some like stock yeah i was thinking i might do that get like do it in a basketball gym yep you hear a basketball bounce every once in a while <laughs> uh i don't know this isn't much of a rom-com when i watched it i was like yeah, yeah you know like i we kind of chose it on a whim it is in that i think it's in that still that genre of people who'd watch rom-coms would watch this because yes. it has zach efron who is a beautiful specimen. And honestly, like I watched this movie and I think like, yeah, he was going to be a star, oh, yeah. you know, like high school musical. It was like, maybe like he's really good at it. Yeah. And then you watch 17 again and you're like, Oh yeah, that was, a, there's definitely, there's a bit of nostalgia for me in this one. Cause I remember being made to watch high school musical and not enjoying it. Um, well, we were like 17 when this came out. Yeah. So anyways. Um, and so for me watching this, I was like, oh, this guy can actually act a little bit in my, in my very, cause he's like, so he does a good job in high school. He does like, really good. He in does this. great, in high, but because of the way I was and too cool for school type thing, I'm like, oh, he's actually entertaining. He's very entertaining. Yeah. He's this movie, very hot. this movie is, uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not fun. the, it's not the worst movie. I, th- I was expecting a lot worse, honestly. <laughs> watching there are it. things, like I said, I know a lot of it for me is nostalgia. There are things I really don't like about it, but I was surprised at how much I, cause this is very, for me is very similar to 13 going on 30 besides the storyline. Yeah. It's very similar. It's um, very similar to back to the, Fu- if back to the future and 13 going on 30 had a baby, that's what this movie would yep. be. Yep. And there's even a reference to, um, back to the future. Yeah, well, he's like trying his mom's. He's trying to kiss his mom. Well, his, uh, his sister's trying to kiss him. It's very, um, 
because his mom is taking in Back to the Future, he wakes up and his mom's taking care of him. Oh, right. In this, he's getting taken care of by his daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right. Anyways, just skipping ahead. But yeah, I was surprised how much I, like, so there's parts that made me cringe, but I laughed out a lot lot more in this than Safety Not Guaranteed, for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, Again, we're comparing to Safety Not Guaranteed because we did the two together. That's just the thing for with us. I'm like, we need we're to. We're gonna keep doing this. It's just because this is the way we process the films. Yeah, we, we watch, watch them together. We watch them back to back. This movie is, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's easy to watch. It's, it's fun. To, it's an hour. It's a good tight hour forty two. Zach Efron's nice to look at. So. He's so nice. His eyes are so dreamy, and he's like talented. Yes, like he does a random dance at the beginning of this movie and then it's just to show off his talent. And then there's another moment where he's like kicking a basketball straight to this kid's hands and blowing an air horn. I'm just like, that took talent and he keeps doing it. And the kid shooting the basketball was making every shot, which is impressive too. But I wonder how many takes it took. I was wondering that too. It's one of those things I wonder, did they just do a bunch of takes or they haven't practiced? Did he just get really good at shooting that shot? Yeah. I I don't know. Or like they cut it. I don't know. Because yeah. the one inside the gym is, it's on. There's, it doesn't cut. There's one where he's outside too, where it's behind the rim and you could see him go, oh, maybe that was the gym one. Yeah. But I thought there was one outside that. There was one outside, but I, I don't think it's quite, it's it's from a different, it's going up at the hoop and the one in the gym is over top. Yeah. What I like, okay, so I want to say like, what I like about this movie is, um, there was, a, there, this movie could have gone, I think, pretty generic pretty quickly, but they go a different route mm-hmm. where like Zac Efron, um, they start out with Zac Efron from the eighties or yep, 89, 89. The, the character's name is Mike. So Mike is, is playing basketball in 89 and it just shows him playing basketball. And then it skips till it says now it doesn't give a date, but it's like probably 2009 or whatever. So 20, 30 years later, cause the movie came out in 2009, but it, it takes place in 2007, I believe. Is oh, the, okay. The date I saw. So, uh, Zac Efron is never shown as a bully and quite the opposite. Like, he is a very nice guy. He's nice to the water boy, and everyone else is very mean to him. And he's, like, the nicest guy. And it's kind of interesting. Like, most uh, mediocre movies would just go the route of him being a bully. Then he meets the bully when he goes back to be 17 again. And he starts seeing, like, oh, that's how you shouldn't be anymore, and you learn a lesson mm-hmm. type situation or kind of uh, blueprint of a movie. Yeah. This movie d- like doesn't do that. And I, I was very, uh, I was proud. I'm like, okay, they did something else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some people might say they don't, they don't land on what that something else is. And that something else is like trying to learn his, like try to love his wife again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. who, learn who his wife is from a different perspective. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you didn't be like, yeah, he was a bully, and then he sees other kids get bullied when he's 17 again, and yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, Zac Efron, he plays uh, he's a kid who's 17 again. Did yep. you know that? Mm-hmm. He turns he was 17, and then he grew up, and then guess what? He made a wish to some random old guy that you and see three times in the whole film. <laughs> looks like Santa Claus, maybe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's 17 again. Yep. The title gives it away. Ah, spoilers. Stinking title. Who's the actor who plays the wish guy? The janitor. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? Matthew Perry's in it. Leslie Mann. Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon is uh, Reno 9-11. I've never seen Reno 9-11. He's a writer. He writes a lot of movies. Oh, okay. He wrote, a lot of people would say bad movies. 
And I would kind of agree. I'm not going to say that too loud, because what if he listens to this, you know? But he wrote Baywatch. He wrote all the Night of the Museums. Uh, he wrote Night of the Museum? They're not that bad. Uh, he wrote the Night of the Museum, Secret of the Tomb, I guess. Or oh. the first one. Yeah, he wrote the first one. He wrote Herbie Fully Loaded. He wrote um, Hell Baby. Well, he gets paid. Those movies do decent, so he probably makes good money. Yeah, he, his movies do. But Reno 911 is amazing. And uh, Thomas Lennon is probably the best part of this movie. He's the nerd guy. Well, as Zac you think Efron. he's the best part? No, Zac Efron is. Oh, yeah. You're right. Zac Efron's the yeah. best part. I think Matthew Perry does a good job too. And I gotta say, like Leslie Mann does a. Re- I think it's, honestly, everyone does a. Good, a, a it's, very, well it's, it's well done. It's well done. It's a good cast. But the basic idea: you kind of started it. It's that game. He goes back oh, and yeah. he, um, wakes up a seventeen-year-old. And this was like. I don't have a lot to say about this movie, to be yeah, honest. Very, it's very, we'll just go it's fine. It's um, like a fine movie. Like it's, you know, it's, I think it's, we talked about 13 going on 30. I think if you're the type of person who watched 13 going on 30 when you're 13 and now you're 30, you're going to watch it for that nostalgic factor. I think this movie's the same way. Like mm-hmm. you're going to, you watch this movie when you're 14 through 17 and then you grow up and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, you know, recently, I don't know if it still is on the top 10 of Netflix. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah, it's a random movie for that. I didn't think it was that. I mean, it is Zac Efron. He does have a pretty big following. Yeah, so. well, I, and Zac Efron is a star, man. He's a, yeah. he's amazing. He, he's good in everything he's in. He's charming and whatnot. Uh, sorry, you were going to go through the the Because there, there's certain story. moments where I can't decide if it's so cringy that it's bad or if it's so cringy and they just went with it, like the lightsaber fight. Yeah. So who, he, who produced this was it like is this a universal movie or I, sony i don't even know offhand i don't either um so he wakes up so he wakes up 17 and he's been staying at this um well we Thomas gotta say Le- like he uh matthew oh. perry's having like getting a divorce with leslie mann leslie mann and, and matthew perry like had a bait like got knocked up at that basketball game because yeah, he's supposed he was at a very bright future he's supposed to go to college and he playing basketball he gives it all up to be a dad to be a dad yep and he tells Leslie Mann every day, like almost that, like he could have been a in the NBA instead of. But like you look at Matthew Perry, you're like you would never be in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, maybe a fit Matthew Perry. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I yeah. doubt it. It was a weird cast. Like Matthew Perry's good, but it was like as far as like physical of like what you kind of expect. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, but it, it is that kind of idea of like heyday, right? <laughs> That happens a lot with people if they don't. It's true. So, but like they show the cast when they were younger, you know, like uh, at the end of the movie. Did you notice that they showed their like high school oh, yeah. photo book? And uh, yeah, Matthew Perry looked the same. Yep, he looked kind of round and and cute face, mm-hmm. baby face. I don't even know if baby face is the right word, but he was like a cute boy. <laughs> yeah, looks the same. He looks the same. Uh, what was I? I was gonna say something. I don't remember. Anyways, Matthew Perry's in Friends. <laughs> so they... I don't know. So they're getting divorced, and he's got... Oh, that's what he's got a really say. bad relationship with his kids as well. They're getting a divorce because Matthew Perry always talks about him and never asks about her. Yeah. Pretty much, like, she's not talented and whatnot, whatever. They don't... They don't... She never got to do her thing either, is pretty much what it's about. They mm-hmm. were both selfish. Yep. But yeah, so she... Matthew Perry gets a, a wish to... Be seventeen again. Yep. Here we are with our janitor Santa character. Yeah, uh, we'll call him Nick. 
Nick. Okay. After I'm not going to remember that. After St. Nick. Oh, okay. And so John he wakes up because he's been staying with um, Thomas Lennon's character, which I can't remember the character's name. I don't know. Nerd. That's the his nerd. name. The nerd. He's like the nerd kid. It says his name a lot. In the oh, movie. Ned Gold. Ned. Ned. Ned Ned loves Star Wars. He loves Lord of the he Rings. He loves just everything nerdy. Everything nerdy. It's, and he's just the And he's rich. He, he like created what did these created say? a software that did something. Something with music. Oh, he's the one who stopped people from pirating music. Yeah. So he has a lot of money. Yep. And uh And he just spends it how he wants. However he wants. And his house is nice and he's got some nice stuff. Yep. And so he wakes up Mike, I was gonna call him Zach Efron, uh, wakes up and he Thinks there's an intruder in his house, so they fight with lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It is pretty cheesy. Uh, it's fun, but though. I think they owned it. Oh they yeah, they, the they did. They did well. Zach Efron and, and yeah. Thomas Lennon. Uh, and then they like trying to figure out what they should do. Like, what's he gonna do? And then he's like, I'm gonna go back to high school because yeah. they go on this because Ned, being this nerdy guy, is like, you're because so, they they're trying to figure out what happened. And so it's based off of, I don't remember the thing, but it's the whole idea is he's supposed to go on a quest. Oh, That's why he's been sent back is to, to accomplish something that he yep. missed out on. And they think it's basketball at first. So he's like, oh, I'll go back to high school. And Ned plays his dad. Yeah. And so he's supposed to, and so they call him Uncle Ned. That's and then we got to say that Mike has, uh, Zac Efron or Matthew Perry, the same person, has two children. And they're yes. both in high school as well. Yeah. And one of them's like, the popular girl and the other one is like he thinks is popular but really is not. Yeah. Uh yeah. So Zach Efron or Mike starts bonding with his two children in high school and kind of seeing how they're doing in high school, learning that he didn't know anything about them. Yeah. Which, you know, that's understandable. It's it's not weird to not know about your children in high school, yeah. I feel like. They do a good job of making it very very distance, though. It's not just like the average, like you don't know anything about your kids. Like he really was distant from his kids. Yeah, yeah, he was. Well, he was, like, working... I'm not sure how... Because this is based in California. They have a very nice house, like Mike and Scarlett. Scarlett's uh, Leslie Mann's yeah. uh, character's name. And they have this very nice house, and then they have enough money to redo their backyard. And I'm like, well, he was, like, a... He was a pharmacist. He was a he was pharmacist. pharmacist sell, but, salesman. Yeah, pharmacist I sell. guess he was kind of successful at it, because he said he had the best numbers and stuff. Yeah. But, and, but I, did, they don't say she works, right? I don't think so. Just wants to do the landscaping thing. Yeah. And uh, so he's like tries to get his son to try out for basketball. Mike's trying to get his son to try out for basketball. And he's trying to get his daughter to the best school, but he's very trying to live through them type thing. Yeah. Um, and then it's a way of like also be at their house because Mike becomes friends with his son and teaches oh, yeah, him this. basketball. And uh, like he starts seeing Scarlett again. And learning about like how she's gonna go out with men and and all of that, yeah. but like she recognizes him instantly, which I really liked. How mm-hmm. how Scarlett's like, dude, you're like my you're my husband younger. You look exactly like you him. look funny exactly little, like him. A funny little moment where she touches his face and stretches it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, that's weird. And it's like, yeah, it is him. So I'm gonna be curious with your because it was very cringy in thirteen going on thirty with the way she hit on the little boy and then the way oh, she's yeah. hanging out with 13-year-olds. What's your take on the weirdness of this? Do you think it works in this one better? He, she doesn't want it. Yeah, but do you think him, the way he kind of behaves? I think the difference is, like, Zac Efron is 22. Like, that's a big part of it, like, in real life. And that okay. kid in real life was 14. It, like, okay. for sure. 
I see. Okay, yeah. And the, like, the other difference is like he is hitting on her as a young. If it was a young boy hitting on her as a older woman, that's not weird. Like if if it's normal, it, it it's is more a, normal than a thirty year old hitting on a twelve year old. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So so Zac Efron hitting on a th- Leslie Mann mm-hmm. is a lot less weird than Leslie Mann hitting on Zac Efron. Yeah. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's fair. Okay. I was like, because I couldn't place it exactly as to why, because it didn't, like, it was cringy, but in, like, a good way. I don't know if that's the right way. Like, it worked better. It didn't, it wasn't like, ew. It was like, haha, funny, this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It, say, I would agree with that. And I couldn't quite place it, but I think that that, that, that makes sense. And it, the, the, I mean, the closer they are to age two, it kind of gets weird either way. But, but Leslie Mann does turn them turn them down every yep. time. Yeah. There is a moment where they kind of hold hands. They just put their hands on top of each other and they dance. But, but like he's going in for the kiss and, and like all that. And he, she always pushes yeah. him away. And to me, like the hand on the hand thing, that's, it's just comforting. Yeah. But they don't know each other that well because yeah. it takes place in a few days, but yeah, it's movie magic type thing. Oh yeah. Um, but it's interesting. One thing I was kind of reading up, and I, I think he did a good job. There's a little. I don't think it's all the time, but Zach Efron actually talked a lot to Matthew Perry because he he tried to get a lot of his mannerisms, mannerisms and behaviors. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't think it's all the time, but I think there's I don't some, see it that much, honestly. I think it's more when there's like a reference to one. So like the friend, he's like, it's Naomi, Naomi. Oh, I don't care. Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he does a direct quote, I can see it more. I guess. Yeah. I, said, I don't think it's the perfect, but I think he does it decent job of emulating him. Interesting. I, I didn't even know. I just, I saw Zach Efron and Matthew Perry. They're yeah. just so distinct on them. Yeah. On they're their so own different. That it's like, I couldn't see anyone else. Yeah. I don't know. But in the end of this movie, I can wait. We can keep talking. Why are we going? Yeah. I'm not even done. I have yeah. so much more to say. You said you didn't have anything to say about this movie. I really don't. <laughs> you know what? Good for you. If you like this movie, good for you. If you don't, Guess yeah. what? It's fine. It's yep. a good movie. It's it's fun. like it was a fun. I liked it more than Safety Not Guaranteed. I'll tell you that. Even though it felt like Safety Not Guaranteed had more of a style and didn't feel so uh, studio led, but yeah. still, it was you know it's fun. I will say they don't make movies like this anymore unless it's directly to Netflix. Yeah, which we've talked about this a thousand times. They don't make rom coms at all. Secondly, this isn't a rom com. I don't know. Maybe it is. And but they they just don't make movies like this anymore. And maybe that's why I liked it. It's like, it's like wow, this is kind of refreshing to see a weird comical uh, cartoon of a movie show yeah. up. Because that's what this is like: bright colors, silly lines, uh, silly over exaggerated features, and and expressions, and and all the stuff with Ned. So Ned. One like kind of small storyline, a side storyline, is Ned is attracted to the principal. The principal, and who he, is um, in part in uh, the office. Yes, she is um, Michael Scott's wife. Michael Scott's girlfriend. Girlfriend and fiance. I think. Fiance, yeah. You don't no, know. I think they just girlfriend. They move in together. That's what. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's that's silly. It's fun. It's super over the top. Oh, yeah. He's, like, buying, uh, like, a bus, a love bus. And uh, Jan is her name in the office, by the way. The actress is Melora Arden. Yeah. I've seen her in something else, too, but I can't place it. 
but yeah, she like they she he buys like he dresses up and starts peacocking. He calls it, which is kind of a funny scene where he's like, "You gotta overdress and like just just show off as much as possible," and then it's called peacocking. It's also, that's also there's a reference I was reading. I didn't know the movie, but it's a reference to a movie apparently. Oh, peacocking! I didn't know that. that. Yeah. Well, they refer he references movies, pop culture constantly. Yes. They like start speaking Elvish, Lord of the Rings Elvish to each that other. That was where they were on a date and he said how, cause he spent, so the line and this one, I just, because of how much I like Lord of the Rings was just super funny. So he said, he just, he kind of, he finally kind of puts down this facade of like trying not to be overly impressive. Like I'm just a nerd who never gets the girl type thing. Yeah. He's like drinking a wine weird. He's like, this yeah. is not who I am. Yeah. And so he says, I'm the kind of guy that spends $10,000 to get the robe from the two towers from Gandalf. The, the staff Grey. from the staff. two towers. Is it the staff? Oh, I thought you said the robe. He said the staff. The staff from Gandalf the Grey in two towers. And then she corrects me like, actually it's in two towers, he comes back as Gandalf the white. He's Gandalf the white. Yeah. He's like Gandalf the gray. She's like Gandalf the gray isn't in the two towers. Yes. It's Gandalf the white. And they start. It's like one of those moments where I'd be like, nah, I think I'm done with this date. <laughs> You're correcting me on that stupid thing. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. But. Hey, who'd win in a fight real quick? Uh, Gandalf or Dumbledore? Don't feel... What are you thinking? Say it out loud. We're on a podcast. No, I'm actually really... I'm... I like Gandalf boys. That's what I thought of. I don't know if he truly would, though. Gandalf it's, is a god, technically, so I think he would win. Yeah, I guess that's true. He and does. he... When he dies, he comes back to life. He doesn't yeah. die. Dumbledore yeah. dies. That's true. <laughs> it's just kind of interesting. I've just read, like... Spoiler. Uh, so Lord of the Ring uses what's referred to as soft magic. There aren't a lot of, like, distinct yeah. rules like Harry Potter, so it's... Sometimes Does Harry Potter have distinct rules? More distinct rules than Lord. I would agree with that. That's yeah. true. It is probably. It actually is probably still more of a soft magic system than a hard magic. That's a. That's very fantasy nerd of me. Just, well, yeah, like a hard hard magic system would be like uh, video games. Probably have a hard magic system because they don't. You can't just swing a wand and magic comes out. Well, there are games that do that, but like. It'd be like an RPG style where you're like, okay, you have these. The Witcher is hard. Is... Yeah, The Witcher is a great example of that. Yeah. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if you would understand. <laughs> yeah, I've seen The Witcher. Uh, yeah, get, I think Gandalf would win because like he can't die. Yeah. If we're talking Gandalf the Great only, I would still think Gandalf would win. I think my life might. It's interesting because he's a very different character from the books to the movies. Yeah. He's much more. Apparently, he's much more powerful in the movies than he's in the books. Oh, really? I would think he's more powerful in the yeah. books. He's kind of an interesting character in the books. Well, he's older, too, than than Dumbledore. Yes. Like, Gandalf's like 1,000 years old, and yeah. Dumbledore's like 150 or something. Yeah. So That was a side how tangent. Did we, I was like, how did we even get on? It up. No, I was just trying to think, because we were talking about this scene well, where they talked about Gandalf. I had a friend bring it up at one point. I first said Dumbledore, because he does have, like, Dumbledore has magic that's like, Instantly kill you, right? Yeah. Like uh, Alakazam or whatever. Uh, that Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra. Uh, yeah, whatever that Instantly is. kills a person. But then I'm like, oh, Gandalf can't die. Yeah. <laughs> so, he got sucked down to whatever it was with the Balrog and came out of it. Came out white. Yeah. And better. Yep. <laughs> so also there's four wizards in Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the entire series. So yeah, much he's more. very powerful. Yeah. And I think he helps create the realm. Yeah, I think he's he's in the what is that the book called the Sol Selmarillion? Yeah, the creation. Yeah, and like there's gods in Middle Earth, but like 
Middle the, those gods created yeah. Gandalf to help create Middle Earth. Gerald Tolkien made a crazy world with everything. Like, yeah, he's the first to do it. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty impressive. Okay, seventeen again. We were talking I mean, about they reason, start dating the principal yeah. and the the, the made so up dad. That's Ned. where they become. That's how their relationship starts. It's it's and that's the last twenty minutes of the movie. It's too, super over the super over the top, yeah. but it's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I mean these movies are unique. I mean they're not that unique, but they're unique enough that you just. These type of movies now, if they were to be filmed today, would feel more like an indie film. Mm-hmm. Like they would try to give it this like more uh, soft focus, shaky cam, probably like maybe tighter jokes. I would say, yeah. um, cheaper. Uh, we wouldn't have like Zach. Well, we wouldn't have Matthew Perry in it type thing. Like they would try to find actors that cost way less. Oh yeah. Even though there's not that many like highly paid actors in this movie. Like Zach Efron probably wasn't that expensive because he just got off high school musical. Yeah. I don't know. But uh yeah, it's it's kind of nostalgic to watch movies like this. Um so Zach Efron is just he starts playing or Mike starts playing basketball again and and uh helping his son be good and and uh oh Jim Gaffigan's back. So this is, he's in 13 going on 30 and now he's in 17 again. No, he was in my best friend's wedding. He was the cab driver. Oh yeah. And he's back again in 17 again as the coach. He, there's two characters. I was reading. I can't I didn't recognize who the other one was that is in, they are the same actor for both the old and the new. And the new. Oh. There's only two with my Must be another teacher or something. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe the janitor, that girl janitor's. In uh, he Zach Efron talks to a girl janitor at one point. She only has only the one scene now. Interesting. Yeah, there's a moment where Mike. It's kind of funny where he's like, "Oh, you still work here? <laughs> you haven't changed a bit." <laughs> he's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just saying, like basketball. You're 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 a legend here." He's like, "Yeah, I am a legend." <laughs> uh, so yeah, he has a quest. Ned's like, "You have to finish this quest." There's parties in between. <laughs> yeah. And one of the, another kind of part of the relationship is Maggie, who's the the daughter, is going out with the school douche. bully slash popular kid. Yeah. Again, I they could have taken this route where Zach Efron, when he was that age, was he, also that kid. Yeah. Was well, because in the movie they kind of show that uh that what's her name? Meg? Maggie. Maggie. Maggie's boyfriend was like a bully and they could have sh- easily shown that Zach Efron mirrored that character in this, yeah. but they didn't. They took the higher route, yep. which is better where Zach Efron or Mike is like a very good guy mm-hmm. and he's doing good things. And yep. he's like trying to help everyone that like is being bullied by him. Yep. And we see that in the first scene when he, again, when he's like helping Ned, his best friend as the water boy of the basketball team to, uh, like be in the picture. Yep. It's like they took the high route. I like that. Yep. It was well done. So, uh, so he, so that's kind of one of the, I think there's certain parts and I, it's, they made me laugh where he kind of goes into this dad mode. Oh yeah. Those are funny. One of the times is when he's, um, trying to get, trying to understand to Maggie who he talks to way less. And so it's even funnier because she's like, who are you? Why are you talking to me? Yeah. Um, he like, come back here, young lady type thing. Right. Trying to get her to listen. <laughs> There's a lot of moment. Like they, the two kids know who Ned is. They call him uncle Ned. Yeah. 
And so they they say, oh, I'm uh, Zach Efron. So Mike says, I'm Uncle Ned's kid. Yeah. I'm the bastard. And I always thought that was funny. That they was kept really calling him the bastard. Because he said that right to the principal. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, well, they redid IMDb. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I just clicked that button. I was like, check out the new page. Yep. I hate it. I'm going to go back. They keep trying to, freaking Amazon keeps trying to mess with like IMDb and Box Office Mojo and it's screwing things up. Stop doing it, Amazon. You listen to this, Amazon? Stop messing up IMDb and Box Office Mojo. You're throwing off our mojo. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> uh, okay, so then Mike's daughter, uh, Maggie, starts hitting on Mike, her dad. So the, she breaks up with the guy. Yeah, because Maggie's going to go to Georgetown. Yeah. She has like a bright future and he doesn't. Yeah. So like Mike is telling her, her dad is like, dad saying like, I've been through this. Go to college. Like you will live a better life. I'm not saying that what I did was wrong, but like sometimes I wish I could have done those things that you can still, you can still do these. And it really inspires her and it's beautiful. And then she, he comforts her after they break up, and she takes it as him hitting on her. Yeah. And it's super awkward. It's and the it's Back to the Future funny. moment, you know, where the mom is trying to hit on her son, yep. but the opposite. The dad's, the daughter's trying to hit on her dad. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Then Mike, her, young Mike, young Zac Efron is trying to hit on Leslie Mann, and there's like some chemistry there, but they realize they're 10 years apart, 20, whatever it is, 20 years apart. And that's some hijinks. Some hijinks happens there. Yeah. And um, then there's the last basketball game, Yep. I guess. There's, you know, there's things in between, but that's kind of what it is. It's like he's just living 17 again, living those morals and those yeah. values. And there's that, just a lot of little, little, I said, hijinks with him hitting on her and slipping up on trying to act like dad still. And, you yeah. know, they don't really know who he is. And It's like this is a rom-com if a rom-com uh, – like tw- 20 years later, you know, it's like you have this rom-com moment where you leave a basketball game and you go back to your girlfriend who has a baby now. And, <clears throat> and, uh, then you follow them 20 years from now and see how it is. And it's like, ah, they're going through a divorce. And then, and then the movie world saying, ah, you need another rom-com moment then. And then that's kind of what this is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it mirrors the first scene. Yeah, yeah. So that's the end basketball scene or the last basketball scene. It mirrors it, except Zach Efron's son, uh, Mike's son, takes the basketball and kind of shows off for the coach or the the scouts instead, instead of uh, Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. So if that made any sense. And then Matthew Perry magically appears instead of Zach Efron and they say sorry uh, and they love each other. <laughs> That's about it. That's and about it. He becomes it. the basketball coach. Oh right, yeah, he's done doing pharmacy sales, which probably made him more money, and becomes a basketball coach. Well, maybe he's maybe su- he's doing both. Supporting, supporting. Oh, scars. She, yeah, doing uh, landscaping. Landscaping. Yeah, that's right. Scars doing Scarlet's doing landscaping now. That happens throughout, and she's really good at it. Yeah. Apparently, first time she's just magically good yeah, at it. Beautiful garden. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was looking at that. I'm like, how is she affording that? Because we bought plants this last summer. Buying plants is 
expensive as crap. Like yes. you buy a little bush, it's like 30 bucks and you got to buy three bushes. That's $90. Yeah. And you got to buy like little flowers. They're $5 a piece. Well, you got to get 20 of them. There's another hundred dollars. She wasn't doing this business. Maybe it's hardware business. Loan. Yeah, maybe. And maybe if you do that, you can get a discount on lots of plants at once. Hey, you get a wholesale. Yep. I was reading, uh, I was reading that you should buy your plants at a wholesale store instead of these smaller ones because it'll give you a cheaper one. But I'm like, I don't think we have a wholesale store or market around us. I'm sure we do. I think the things you would get the closest is like someone who's directly growing it. Yeah, like you, it would have to be in Utah, right? Yeah. There might be some people growing trees and stuff. You get trees around here. You, you have the, the pine, people who grow pine trees. Yeah. And I think that's the closest I want, we can to. Pine. Pine trees suck. They leave needles and then it's like they stick in your feet. <laughs> Hashtag pine suck. Do you like good, pine though. trees? They do smell good. And they do a lot of cover and uh, they're green year round, yep. which is kind of nice, I guess. I don't know. Man, I'm tired. Starting I think to we feel need to, it. I think we need to do our ending things. So. You know what? We need to stop doing two movies, probably. Probably. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do one next. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's go I feel like I have a lot of energy for that first movie, but I had a lot more to say about safety, not guaranteed. Yeah. 17 Again's fine. You know, it's it's directed by a guy who directs some pretty good movies, Burr, Steers. You know, he directed uh, Charlie St. Cloud and... and uh, Zac Efron. Yeah. I've never seen that. Another Zac Efron. And then uh, he's done some TV. He did Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. And then he has a... Uh, Never seen that one, but it's weird. That's not a movie I would have placed with that kind of director. Yeah, I Then he's directing a TV show right now called Chapel Wait, which is a Stephen King book. Hmm. So he's kind of like that, you know, uh, get, it, get it done director. And written by Jason Fiardi, who wrote Bringing Down the House... Uh, that's a newer one. That's the one with Will Ferrell and uh, Amy Poehler. Right? No, that's... Oh, they read... Uh, it has uh, Queen Latifah and Steve Martin. Oh, okay, never mind. They're, they might be making 17... Oh, they are making 17 again, a TV show in Korea, but it's called 18 again. And it's based off the same thing, but it's a TV show. Uh, he hasn't written... He wrote Drum, Bringing yeah. Down the House. I don't even know what Drum is. But he hasn't written anything in a while. Drum. Go back. I don't want to see the new IMDb. Drum looks like it's a hotshot journalist is swept up in a movement to challenge uh, apathy in 1950s South Africa. Wow. Interesting. Anything else you want to say about this movie? Zac Efron's fun. Yep. You know, I've never watched a Zac Efron movie and been like, hmm. Sucks. Good eye candy. Yeah, I mean, Neighbors is good. I still need to see Neighbors that 2. What's the Ted Bundy movie he did? Oh, yeah, I forgot he, he did that. He played Ted Bundy. He did. Uh, That'd be a weird role to play. He was high school musical one through three. Greatest Showman. He keep, oh, Greatest Showman. We're going to do that. That's what we should do next, maybe. Greatest Showman. He's the best part of Greatest Showman, honestly. Him and Zendaya singing together was cool. Oh, yeah. Uh okay, what else is he in? He does a lot of Seth Rogen movies, which is kind of interesting. It was it was kind of a big switch for him because it was kind of all of a sudden he started doing these kind of raunchier comedies. He's done quite a few of them. It's it's good for him. I mean, honestly, it is because like that's that's his age group, right? Like they were seventeen ten years ago. Now they're twenty seven. Yeah. 
And so like he's doing, and he probably looks better, but yeah, he's doing these raunchier. Oh, he's in hairspray. I forgot about that. Um, and then he did Scoob. He's Fred in the Scooby-Doo movie. What? Yeah. The, they did an animated one that came out last year. Oh, that one. He was a boy. Okay. And Baywatch. Oh, yeah. Baywatch. I've never seen Baywatch, I guess, but I've heard it's not good. Oh, an extremely one wicked, shockingly evil and vile. That's what oh. the name of the movie is. I got a burp. Baywatch, whatever, Raz, or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. It was, I heard it was bad. I've, I've oh. never seen it. Okay. You want to do box office uh, yeah. blank check? Yep. Number 2009. One. This would probably be April, my wheelhouse. April 2009. April, though. Okay, 2009. The number one movie. It was its first week. First week, April. Is it like... Is it a superhero movie? Nope. Is it big? A big movie? Yeah. You could say that. Yeah, it's probably pretty big. Give me a hint, though. Like, what... Who's in it? Or Zach Efron. Oh, it's 17 again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why aren't you giving me any? You usually give me a little bit. I never know what to this do with This movie did okay. It did, a, I mean, it did pretty well. It was a $20 million budget. It made like $150 million, yeah. so it, it did pretty well. Yeah. I never know what to do when it's the movie. You either. can just tell me. Oh, okay. You can just say it. Because okay. it's like, I don't know. Oh, I was meant to pull these up because I don't know what some of these are. 17. Again. Oh, my phone dropped. Oh, gosh. I don't know where it went. What's today? Wednesday? Okay, 17 again, the sequel, 18 again. The sequel? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's why I was like, why is this not pulling up? I'm just going to read it off your glasses. So, Cheater. Russell Crowe is in this. It's a Be- crime drama mystery. Oh, man, Russell Crowe, crime drama mystery. It's also got Ben Affleck and... Rachel McAdams. Ben Affleck and Rachel McAdams. That's throwing it way off now. When a congressional aide is killed, the Washington, D.C. journalist starts investigating the case involving the representative, his old college friend. I never even heard of this movie. Dude, I don't know this movie. State of Play. Oh. I guess I, I know of it. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. <laughs> we are bad at this game. I am Number bad at this three. Game. It's called State of Play? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Number three is a Disney movie based off of a Disney channel. Oh, it's Miley Cyrus. What's it called, though? Miley Cyrus the movie. No, that's not her name from oh, Disney. Oh, Hannah Montana the movie. <laughs> there you go. I forgot it's Hannah Montana. <laughs> what a weird year. What a... What a str- yeah. It's just nostalgic because, I, like, my sister... My youngest sister, Sadie, she loved Hannah Montana. Carly did to an extent, but not as much. And so stuff like that, like, it really stuck with me. I never saw the movie, I don't think, but... I've never seen anything Hannah Montana. uh, Disney was on a kind of another golden era, but just for their, like, TV. Yeah. So, like, like Hannah Montana... And they had High like, School Liz, Musical. Liz McGuire was before. I mean, that kind of started. All. I feel like, yeah, that's probably more of the golden era, but I felt like it was close, right? Yeah. Like, in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, yeah. That's So Raven... That was kind of that era. Yeah. The Wizarding of Wizardly Place or whatever that's called. But I feel like a lot of those actors are still acting today. Oh, yeah. Not so not not so much that so, Raven. Like, she's on The View, I think. But, yeah. like, Hannah Ma- or Miley Cyrus is huge. And so is um, Wizards or whatever her name is. 
Who's the actress of Wizard? You know, I don't know. I didn't watch Disney Channel. I don't know these. No, I didn't either. Okay, what's third? Number three. Number four. We already did three. We did? Oh, 17 17 again. again, State State of of Play, Hannah Hannah Montana. Montana. It's an animated film. Selena Gomez, by the way. Oh, okay, yeah. Animated film. And it's a Paramount. Paramount anime. Oh, it's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. It's not. Wow, really? That's Sony. You're right. That's Sony. Oh, yeah, Sony. That is Sony. This one is the, some of the voices in it are Reese Witherspoon, Rain Wilson, and Stephen Colbert. Oh, it's Megamind? No. Stephen Colbert's in me. He's the president of Megamind. Is but he? It's Par- the Paramount thing's throwing me off. Uh, Seth did they make s- did they make sequels? No. Seth Rogen too. Yep. Owen Wilson. Man, I am Hugh Laurie, Will Arnett, Kiefer Sutherland, Paul Rudd. Um, a woman transformed into a giant. Uh, wait, what? A woman transformed into a giant after she was struck by a meteorite on her wedding day because it's part of a team of monsters. Oh, Monsters versus Aliens. Yeah. Holy crap. I forgot about that movie. I almost like was thinking, I think Fantastic Mr. Fox came out during that, but I was like, was that Paramount? Oh, that movie's fantastic. Man. Oh, maybe I was thinking that Monsters versus Aliens, Stephen Colbert was the president in that one. Yeah, he's the president. I believe he's the president in Monsters versus Aliens. He Is plays... he the president in Megamind too? I don't Am think I crazy? So. Okay. Oh. Um, what's this? I'm so confused. I thought this was older than that. Are we on number five? Yep. Holy moly. I've, I've, I've been doing terrible. Um, so this is part of a very large franchise that isn't superheroes. I'm trying to figure out which number it is. Is it Harry Potter? No. Is it not? Is it Fast and Furious? Yep. Five. Fast five. Fast and the Furious. Just Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's four. Four? Four, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I've never, I've seen the first one. That's it. I have seen five, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've never seen one, two, and three. Hmm. Because everyone told me like four was kind of a soft reboot, but five is a huge reboot. Like you, it's nice to know one, two, three, and four to like get the characters. But like five is that's when they started like jumping the shark where they would they pulled a safe through Sao oh, yeah. Paula or what Sao Paul. Is that four? That, that happens. No, five. five, ha- five that happens in five where they do the heist. And that's the one with where they bring in the Rock is number five. Yeah, right? they bring in the Rock and and Vin Diesel and they fight each other. The Rock is incredible in it because he like punches the ground and it breaks in half. <laughs> it's incredible. The movies are crazy, and then like. Six, I think the rock breaks his arm and he flexes so hard that he breaks his cast and he says, daddy's home or daddy's coming or something. It's, it's amazing. It's a very, the rock thing. It's like the best rock movie. The rock doesn't make very good movies and, and those are his best ones. I've I've enjoyed some of the stuff he's been. I really like central intelligence. I've been wanting, I've heard good things about Jumanji. Oh, Jumanji's pretty good. You're right. Forgot about Jumanji. But most of his action stuff is usually kind of where it falls flat. Like the one with the monkey, that one was dumb. I didn't like it. Oh, that was uh I can't even think what it's called. It was called Rampage. Rampage. It's based off the video game. Yeah. And then I've heard San Andreas wasn't very good. I didn't see San Andreas. That's the problem, is I just think the rock's kind of inconsistent. But he's yeah. so big. Yeah, like people watch him. Does stuff because he can. It's so true. He has a he has a movie coming out on Netflix mm-hmm. with um 
Gal Gadot and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds has been working like crazy. Anyways, we're on tangents. Yep. The Rock. Where did we? we Fast go? and Furious is what we were doing. Oh, we were doing the game. I was like, what? And I'm terrible at it, and we probably should just stop. Man, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, box off. Letterbox. Letterbox review. This is J, J A Y, not the letter. He gave it two and a half stars. He watched it February second, two thousand eighteen. He was getting ready for Valentine's Day, you know. He said, "When will this be confirmed canon in the High School Musical extended cinematic universe?" <laughs> How are you going to give Zac Efron a basketball without letting him break into get your head in the game? I agree, Jay. You this ready for needs... two truths and a lie? <laughs> am I ready? Yeah. I am so ready. Lord of the Rings music is used in the film. Okay. The actor who plays Maggie is older than Zac Efron. The actor playing Maggie. The daughter. Okay, all right. And then the effects were used for uh, Zac Efron's basketball moves in the cafeteria. Oh, I'm going to say the lie is Maggie's older than Zac Efron. Nope. Zac Efron did all those stunts. Yeah, I figured he did all the stunts. That's why I didn't. Oh, that's the lie. I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I didn't think. Okay, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I do remember the Lord of the Rings song because they were talking to Elvish and I heard it. Yeah. And because it's like, oh, finally good music. No, just kidding. The music in this is a more like. It's the string plucking. Yeah, very generic rom com comedy sounding music. If it was Uh, ever a song or if it was ever Lord of the Rings, like, oh, some good music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some of the songs are okay. It's just better than the score. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so different. It stands out. The actress who played Maggie is two years older than Zach Caffron. She was only 13 years younger than Leslie Mann. Yeah, she's like 25 then, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. It seemed like all the girls were really old and all the boys were really young, yeah. honestly, in this. <laughs> so, yeah. Dak Efron did all of those. He's a pretty proficient basketball player. I was, I was like kind of saying that. I'm like, he was like kicking the ball into the hands yeah. and blowing air I horns. Like, you, I was like, you didn't reference that specifically. I was like, mm, I wonder if I can still use one. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I said that on mic. I don't know if I told you that off you mic You said or not. just the kicking one. It's pretty impressive It is, still. even that. But, yeah, the, that whole scene yeah. is all him. I bet he still plays basketball a lot. Well, guys, here we are at the end. 17 again. Did you guys feel like 17 again talking about this movie with us? I hope so. Uh, 17. What was I doing at 17? I was in drama. See, so I I was was uh, 17 most of my junior year. Junior and senior year. Because I turned 18 at the beginning of the senior year. Right. We were uh, still... Where were you working at Scout Camp? Do you remember? So that would have been my second to Tur- last year. Yep. So that would have been before you were commissioner. Yeah, I'm trying was to remember. Was that Forest? You're probably uh, you're on the east side. Mm-mm. I was only majority of the east side when I was a commissioner. I was a little bit my third year when I worked at Archery. Hey, I thought you were at Archery. Yeah, I was in Forest. I think it was, I was back at Scoutcraft. Oh, you were at Brian. Scoutcraft, Brian. And what was Weston? Swimming. No, he wasn't. He was in forestry with me. He was in Were you guys back at Handicraft? Nature, I mean. Oh, Nature? Maybe he was at Handicraft. Was that the year that Sharon worked? It could have been. And you guys were all at Nature? Or we could have had, like, another girl. There was a couple people I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember anymore that. I don't remember all the areas. Where was Weston? I wonder where he was. I should text him. He moved uh, around a lot. What? I didn't move around very much. I was, I, in, I was in Nature 90% of my... Scoutcrafter... That was most of my time. Only when I was a CIT, I kind of moved. Like I was, uh, 
basket weaving or like scout, not scout, handicraft. Yeah, and I was CIT. And CIT, I was at scoutcraft, and in one week I was a uh, canoeing. Never did the cool ones. Handicraft was okay. Yeah. And then I did. Anyways, we worked at scout camp when yep. we were 17, and that was fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. And high school, I did drama and tennis. That was about it. <laughs> that was my life. Watched the movies. Actually, junior year is kind of interesting for me because I didn't do any sports. It's the only year I didn't do no. I was had a interesting time my junior year. I was dating. Who were you dating at the time? Shelby. Oh, that was. Oh, yeah. Cause, yeah Most cause of that year. I, so, like, that's. I dated. Well, we did, so just hung out with Shelby a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And then we broke up my senior year, like right before or something. I don't remember, but in that time. Because that's when I went out with Tasha, too, was during my junior year. Yeah. Well, maybe those people listen to this. I don't know. <laughs> I only I talk to Shelby occasionally. Oh, you do? Just occasionally. Oh. I have not talked to her in a very long time. Like I said, I've kind of kept kind of in touch with Brian, so. Yeah, Brian I've talked to. And so I ran into Shelby. Brian here. listens to this, so Brian, shout out to you, boy. Yep. All right, we should end this. Yep. Uh, thank you for listening. You guys are amazing. Please rate us five stars, subscribe, uh, share it with your friends and family and your dogs, anyone with ears, really anything with ears, like monkeys, giraffes, cats, do frogs have ears? I mean, they can hear, they can hear so they can listen to our podcast. Uh, and Jen, thank you for rating us at three and a half stars. You know, I don't love that. Please do five. But Jen, I'm just glad a random stranger reviewed us. And I'm bringing you back. I forgot to do it last time. And as always, what was I doing at 17? I was sitting in my bedroom watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force. 